0: From the corporate cage, she's a rookie to the stage, coming from the outside. Outside?
1: Familiar with the set, she's a theater vet, willing to be my guide.
0: Lights, what? sound, what? it's time huh? for the show. What's voices, places, understand ready go. Right. Make the words fly off of the page. Stage, stage Inspire you to get up on the stage. Stage Please
1: ride. Please me the way.
0: Stage Come ride. On, girl, let's play. Stage, stage right, Yeah, yeah. And... We are live. We're back. We're back. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Morgan. This is week two of Stage Right Podcast. Uh, that's Lindsay. That's me, and that's Morgan. And it has been a crazy week. It's been a long week <laughs> for both of us. We have been we we have like tried to make sure we recorded this week, but it was like at the very last second. And we both have been super busy.
1: Yes, I distinctly remember on Wednesday feeling very confident that Mm. it was Friday. I had lived (laughs) two full work weeks already.
0: Seriously, I. It was like I did. It was one of those weeks where you just like put your head down and go. Like you don't stop. You don't look around. You're meal prepping. You're you're living your life. You're getting gas. You're paying bills. You're doing. On to the next
1: thing. It was
0: auditions. It was rehearsals. It was lessons. It was meetings. It was just one of those weeks where, for me. I had two shows starting at once, the audition process, and then also I'm in the middle of directing a Shakespeare. I'm directing Romeo and Juliet right now, which is tons of fun, but. It sounds like
1: a lot, a lot. more than my week. I just had, mm. had one thing, but it was still hard for was me. a
0: big thing. <laughs> one thing that, aside from your also full-time job.
1: Aside from that.
0: That took a lot of time. And what was that? That took jo- up all your time this week. Oh, uh, I was like, my job? That's not what this <laughs> no, is about. No, 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 no. No,
1: it was my first week of rehearsals. That was so time consuming. It was, it was a long week. Mm-hmm. Day one was really fun. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Day two, I wanted to die. Mm-hmm. I wanted to quit. And then by the end of the week, I was loving it again and can't wait to
0: go back. Oh my gosh. I really want to dig in. To that and we're going to first before we jump in though, because yeah, that's that's the theme of the week is your first week of rehearsal.
1: The theme of the week is wanting to quit but not <laughs> quitting.
0: That's right, sticking <laughs> it out. And I'm really proud of you, and we're gonna get into all that uh here in a second. First, some shout outs to some people, some very awesome, fantastic people in our talented lives. people mm-hmm, who've helped us these last couple of weeks in like trying to get this bad boy off the ground first shout out goes to goes to caesar caesar is our sound guy and my boyfriend also i mean i guess i should say that i was gonna
1: ask for an applause track but figured i'd give him the real thing
0: (laughs) yeah caesar uh thank you for editing um and making us sound good
1: and setting up the microphones
0: Mm -hmm. so many chords lots of chords (laughs) i hate chords so, making sure all the chords are managed. Person two is drumroll Colton! The fabulous Colton is helping us write our theme song.
1: Theme song, jingle song.
0: Mm-hmm. And, I, I mean, I don't want to brag on Lindsay, but she's got some pretty mad rap skills. And right I here. can't
1: wait for you to hear the musical stylings of Morgan. I think, oh, also... And her musical vision that brought the whole thing together.
0: I I, I really am obsessed kind of with 90s hip-hop. So. Oh, never would have guessed. <laughs> but also, I think what's more important is the photo that you sent me. I think oh, might dear. need to go on our Instagram.
1: Oh, I was going to say, I'm super glad this is auditory and no one will see it. Well...
0: <laughs> Lindsay sent me a photo of herself uh, rapping in high school.
1: It was in a talent show. Mm-hmm. So, our talent show was done in like two ways. They had like real <laughs> competition acts, and then they had like sparse throughout little comedic oh, acts. So, we weren't yeah, yeah, yeah. actually competing, mm-hmm. which I know will blow you away from the photo. <laughs> we Would looked like winners. Uh, oh, Cause... goodness. I think my parents do. I hope it burns.
0: Somewhere. No, I am I hope I find it. I'd but, love to uh, meet your parents it, someday. This was in
1: the era of tall <laughs> and Air Force Ones. Of course, And girl. putting Band-Aids on your face to look like Nellie. Mm-hmm.
0: The photo she does, uh, I'm going to give a spoiler, she does have a uh, Band-Aid on her face in the photo. So
1: It brings the whole outfit together.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Anyway, you sent me that, and it like made my day in this middle of this crazy week. So You're, you welcome. You're welcome. You're <laughs> welcome. So thank you, Colton, for helping us write our amazing theme song. Next, we have Joy! Joy, Our friend Joy, who we both know through Dallas Comedy House, has just he just whipped up. I mean, literally in a matter of like half an hour. I
1: was like, didn't we just ask him to do
0: that? <laughs> whipped up our cover art, and we both love it. It's fantastic. Yes. Zero edits. I was like. I'm usually the person that's like, oh, can you make this little, uh,
1: uh, uh, uh,
0: whatever. And, and
1: thank you for this perfect thing you have perfect. done so quickly. <laughs> I was like, wow,
0: Venmo, done. <laughs> so thank you, Jue. And then the last two shout outs go to two of our our, our buddies, uh, Heather and Darcy, who, again, we both just know from Dallas Comedy House, but just giving us advice. Sage wisdom. Mm-hmm. Just they've been out there in the podcast world and given us some encouragement and little tips and tricks that they learned along the way so that we can, we can be, have a smooth, you know, take off and stuff. So shout outs complete. Oh, what? Okay. There was one thing I wanted to clarify from last week. Cause I say a lot of things. I, I, I say a lot of isms. Like my students say they're like quotes and like isms and most everything that I say I've learned from, from a teacher in the past or read in a book somewhere. Very little of what I ever say is actual an original quote. So there was something I said last week and I was listening to her. I was like, you did not make that up. Someone very <laughs> famous said that. And I just <laughs> wanted to clarify, I say, I say the actors are athletes of the heart and a man named Antonin Artaud said that mm-hmm. he was a French playwright and philosopher. Um, very influential in in theater. So he said that. I, I get myself not.
1: confused with famous I, philosophers all the time. I did it's not. Very common, Morgan. Oh,
0: I just was like, <laughs> you sound so arrogant right now. Like you, you made up this famous quote. So disclaimer: I did not. He made it up. Please read his book. I needed to say that. I have a little homework that I was given last week, but we're going to bring that up later.
1: I've been when dying to revisit
0: about, this. Yeah. When we talk about our homework. So the last thing I have to kind of, um, before we really get started is to talk about tech week. Cause I brought that up last time.
1: Yes. Technical jargon from the theater guru. Mm-hmm. I actually thought to myself this week, I need to try to make as many sports analogies as possible to level the playing field.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that idea. I'm just going to start shoehorning them in where they mm-hmm. have no business being. <laughs> no, but the thing is, they will have a business being there. That's what I hope we prove. That <laughs> That's right. There's an, a sports analogy for theater. All right. I'll everything. do my best. <laughs> cool. Uh, now right, I'm, tech now I'm thinking of sports puns. Okay. So tech week. I mean, what do you know about tech week?
1: I know that it's a week. It involves mm-hmm. tech, which I think means lights and sound or maybe like knowing your cues or knowing when stuff's going to start playing and cue? stop playing. I guess a cue is when something happens that lets me know that I need to do my thing.
0: There you go. Keep a symbol on cues. But yeah, pretty much anything that sparks something else to start. That's all you know about tech week. Anything else that comes to mind when you think of technical aspects of things?
1: Would costumes be involved Mm -hmm. there? Okay. Yes.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're basically layering in everything (laughs) that you haven't had to deal with up to this point. Okay. A, uh, props as well. I don't know if you mentioned props, but that can be no. a huge part. Your set. Uh, sometimes you are fortunate enough to be able to rehearse on your set before tech week, but sometimes, especially in a quick turnaround time or in a community theater, that they've got the set up for the for the show previous up.
1: Okay, so is
0: tech week like the last week before you mm-hmm. uh, open? Okay, it is typically the last four to five, sometimes even six days before you open. In the professional world, they also do what's called previews. Okay. Um, But what's a preview? A preview is basically a dress rehearsal in front of an audience.
1: Okay, just anyone?
0: No. Well, it depends on the theater. Sometimes it's paying people. Sometimes it's it's more of an invited dress rehearsal situation where you're inviting a few close friends and family who are okay. f- a friendly I was like, audience. that just
1: sounds like another show. <laughs> no,
0: I mean, a preview also, the thing about a preview, especially in the professional world and on Broadway, a preview is basically giving you permission to change anything. You're wanting to float it by the audience and see how it goes. And then if changes need, it's like changes are made to the score, changes are made to the script, oh, okay. changes are made to choreography, staging, all kinds of elements in the professional world are made because of previews. So that's a little bit of a different beast. Tech week, though, is before that happens. You want to, you'll typically have a load in of some sort where your set gets loaded in, and then the technicians will meet ahead of time. They'll do what's called paper techs and dry techs. So basically the actor will have, I'm not the, excuse me, the director or the lighting designer Will have all the looks that they want written on paper. Uh, the and, looks? Mm-hmm. So in this scene, I want it to be blues and reds oh, and a it. downright spotlight on the main character. Got it. Okay. And then it's going to go into a transition. We're going to do a five second fade to blue. So they have all that listed, and that's called your paper text. And then they take that into the technical booth and they program those cues into the computer. Okay. So that when I so that all I have to do basically is hit the space bar or hit go to the next queue and oh, the, and the okay. queue is already programmed for them most of the time that's already done before the actors get there
1: okay
0: and then a dry tech is where they'll bring in like the assistant stage manager or in college they would just have volunteers come and stand on the stage because a lot of it is about oh, we need to refocus this light slightly so that it hits their face in the correct way mm-hmm. and so they'll have just bodies standing up there while they refocus. So again, all that's happening before the actors come in.
1: So since it's programmed into the computer, if there's a hypothetical spotlight, do, is it the actor's job to get to the spot where that light hits them correctly? Or like, does the light find you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. if it's programmed to the computer, then you better be in the same spot. Mm-hmm. Otherwise it's going to hit you wrong.
0: Hit your mark, hit your mark and find your light. I, I mean, we say it in our, in our theme song, I think, but it's true. It's, It's a phrase I say a lot to actors in Tech Week. It's find your light. You need to know what that feeling feels like when you're in full light. And it is a specific feeling. Um, So that's a little bit of the light. Sorry, I kind of went off on a lighting tangent. But basically, you come in and those things are already done for you. The things are already programmed. uh, But you're layering in mics. You're layering in costumes. You're layering in props, makeup. And you'll do what you call a cue-to-cue. Okay. Which, a Q to cue. Q. Sounds
1: like a cutie Q cue. Q. A
0: cutie Q Q. <laughs> It sounds like you. Oh, goodness. A cutie uh, cue. <laughs> Can I please I'm gonna start calling it that? That's great. That's what I heard when you said a Q to cutie A cue. <laughs> to cue. And basically that's, that is where you, you do exactly what it sounds like. You, you jump from cue to cue, sometimes skipping entire scenes, skipping entire numbers. It's for the technicians.
1: You're just rehearsing your cues. They, the
0: technicians are rehearsing because they have to practice their timing as well. This Mm -hmm. is their time to work. Okay. And you, and the typical rule in tech week is you are just here to serve that. Um, A lot of times in my rehearsals, my actors aren't necessarily going full out during a cue to cue. Um, a dress rehearsal is a different story, but during that initial cue to cue, it's a lot of starting and stopping, a lot of hold over the the go- the god mic. <laughs>
1: the, the lady working on our music a couple times said hold, and I'm mad. I'm like, that means stop. That means stop everyone. That means stop singing. I know that. You know your turn. That's a word I learned from Morgan.
0: Oh, good. That's good. <laughs> Yeah, hold is a is a typical term in tech week. Because if I
1: was singing and she said hold, I think my first reaction would be, I need to hold this note until she says otherwise. Yeah,
0: <laughs> totally. You're like,
1: that would have been <laughs> you embarrassing. Just keep on singing. Um, the opposite of what she wants. It's
0: <laughs> <laughs> like no hold, like stop. So, yeah, hold means stop. Like think of it like hold, ready, go. Think of hold as the red light, ready as the yellow light, and go as the green light. So anyway, those are, that's some tech week phrases. Um, I feel like when you get closer to tech week, a lot of this will make more sense, Mm -hmm. but basically you're layering in and we can probably talk about that closer in more detail, closer to tech week, but that's basically in a nutshell, (laughs) what happens during that time. So I'm done talking. I want to hear from you.
1: You want to hear about my week? Yep. So, so the first day, so the whole week we only did music and they sent out an email and let us know that. Mm -hmm. So... We walked in, and we started so soon. She was like, all right, open to this page, and and here we go. And the first day, I think we did simpler songs from what I gather from the rest of the week. But I was like, okay, I've got this. You know, this is fun. I'm sitting by a woman who's a really strong singer. She Mm -hmm. has a beautiful voice. Mm -hmm. She was helpful. Like, hey, you went too high there, or make sure you take a breath here, like whatever. Mm -hmm. So, like, that was really helpful to have have a buddy. But then the next day, uh-uh. uh, my buddy went to a different singing group because they would split you into groups, which I I know there are backup singers. I've never really put a ton of thought into that. as It's like, makes sense that the men sing a little bit differently than the women and that to have those harmonies, there are different music tracks mm-hmm. for each one. So mm-hmm. at times we were split into like four or five different groups. Yes. So in one particular time, it was just me and one other woman and women three. And my, that other woman was not my buddy. And then the other person was, like, sitting in front oh, of me. Man. So, I like, I couldn't really hear. And, you know, everyone's singing. It's loud. I had no idea what was going on. And and they move so fast because we're on a short timeline. And, and they keep saying that, you know, you guys have to move quickly. So, you know, practice on your own. And, you know, we take five-minute breaks, which mm. doesn't feel like enough time to walk up to an intimidating music teacher yeah. who just knows a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be like, hey, I'm confused about everything on yeah. this song so i think that's where i was just really overwhelmed mm-hmm. and starting to feel like this mountain was too steep to climb what day was that that was tuesday day So that two. Was day, day two yeah mm-hmm. so I, I i don't know like i'm looking at the music i can't read it i can make guesses and especially when you're not singing the melody mm-hmm. so as the uh ensemble
0: what part were you singing do you know
1: oh like women three <laughs> okay i'm like it's, it's what's the name of the group is know, it alto?
0: A... Is it alto, soprano? Oh, that's so cute. You think I know? It's definitely <laughs> not
1: soprano because I know they're the high ones. Uh-huh. Uh, whether or not it's is it alto and tenor, mm-hmm. whether it's one of those, I have no idea. Um, but she, so they they had us sit in a line. It's funny you mention that. Uh, they're like, all right, alto or sopranos over here, and like alto and tenor or tenor, what, whatever the order is. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I feel like I would know if I could sing high notes at this point in my life. I would have discovered yes. that. Yes, so I'm just gonna sit on this end. <laughs> And let her do with me what she wants, Uh, which ended up being the right move. Um, But but yeah, so not singing melody. Mm -hmm. It's hard because your brain Mm -hmm. wants to follow along with the melody, but Mm -hmm. you're maybe holding one note at a time, Mm -hmm. the same note the whole time, Mm -hmm. no matter what the melody is doing. (laughs) And so like halfway in there, you're like, oh, gosh, am I singing the same note? I don't know. And then my personal favorite was when she'd be like, all right, everyone, let's move that G to an A. Oh, what? no. <laughs> let's no. do what? <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, yeah, I'm making little marks in their book. <sighs> oh, goodness. But, uh, but then they would play it on the piano. And I think that was also intimidating mm-hmm. for me because she played on the piano. And everyone's like, got it. Like, ready to move on. I don't got it. Like I need, uh, like the piano sounds so different to me than a human voice. Mm-hmm. So I was, that's where I was just, oh goodness, I can't do this. Everyone knows exactly what's going on except for me. But then you know, as the week went on, like it gets a little easier. Like, yes. like I remember on Thursday, I'm sorry, they played something. I was like, oh, like I think I know what to do. And that like mm, uh, maybe, but like, I feel confident to give it a try. Something whereas you'd already learned, yeah. Whereas like Monday or Tuesday, I've been like, absolutely, I'm not opening my mouth right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was helpful. I think, you know, you hit a wall, you just have to stand there for a second, mm-hmm. feel the pain, and then reassess the situation, figure out how to get around it.
0: Is there a sports analogy there? Ooh.
1: Okay, let's see. Okay, so the first time I lifted weights in college, Ooh. so...
0: Oh, no, so, don't, don't. Oh, don't I, you can't weights. tell from my
1: high school picture because I'm wearing a tall tee, but if I was wearing other clothes, you'd see I was just very scrawny, very gangly, uh, so I'm lifting weights in college for the first time, Mm. and it's really heavy, and you had, like, a certain number you were supposed to lift on, like, a certain time cadence, and I could barely finish before the time was up, or I wouldn't finish, (laughs) which was even worse, and then, like, I would dread that workout, and then the next week we'd do the same one, and it'd be a little easier. Mm. I'm like, already, like, I've only done it one time, but your muscles are already growing. So I think that's kind of how I felt as far as it was so hard to play the piano and try to know what to do, but then... The next day was a little mm-hmm. bit easier. Not, not easy and mm-hmm. not, I'm not perfect at it, but just like you could kind of get the hang of it as you, go. you can see how it's maybe possible to learn. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've talked a lot. <laughs>
0: no, I want to hear it all. These are all the things I want to hear this week. So, so did you guys, I have a question. Did you do a read through on the first day or no? No, you no. Literally we just only did music. The music. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, oh, so I was like 100% wrong So last time. So
1: I say a lot that I can't read music. What what I can do is I know the difference between like a whole note and a half note. Sure. And a quarter note. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can know like how long the Rhythms. notes are supposed to be with beats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I can't, I don't know what the letter is okay. and then what the sound should be. Okay. But so so I'm like, the one thing I'm confident is
0: how long to sing. It's rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a huge part of music. <laughs> but
1: there are some discrepancies between the OBC, original Broadway cast, <laughs> recording. Yes. Um, there's some discrepancies between mm-hmm. that and how the mu- music is written. Probably just Creative Liberties or whatever. But um, <laughs> we'd be singing, and I'm like, I stop, and everyone's still singing. I'm like, no, no, I
0: know. Oh. I am confident in this one thing.
1: We were supposed to Stop. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And they're singing it. Are they singing what's written? Are they singing Uh, it like the OBC? Like
1: like the OBC. Or like, you know, they'd correct or she'd want... She would... The music lady herself would want some differences. Okay, they do this, but I want Mm -hmm. us to do this. Or, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. Like putting together the show for for this production. But um, (laughs) just
0: little little things that your brain gets hooked on as far as like, no, no, I don't know anything, but I know this and I want it to be true. (laughs) Well, yeah. And there's the math part of it. I mean, were you good at math and stuff in school?
1: Oh, goodness. Oh, so... I would say yes because my mom was a math teacher, but who really knows? But there, there was like a note with a dot next mm-hmm. to it. So the the angel sitting next to me, who was helping me, mm-hmm. I was like, "Hey, what what does this mean?" She was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, that means you add half of the note onto it." I was like, "Hold on, I have to do mental math mm-hmm. while singing and dancing mm-hmm. at pitch <laughs> that is not melody." This is the moment I quit. Wow. When you bring mental math into it. <sighs>
0: Actors can only do one thing at a time. Remember that. That is good advice. (laughs) I mean, I, I, I say it a lot. You can only learn one thing at a time. So you have to give yourself a little grace as far as that goes. Yes, there's math involved in music, so you're being thrown so many curveballs <laughs> in that you're in a show, but you're also like learning how to basically read music at the same time and learning how to be in a show.
1: Yeah. Oh, at the something same time. something I didn't realize we would do mm-hmm. that everyone did, and they encouraged us to do was to record our parts when mm-hmm. we practice. Like mm-hmm. when we would go and record it on the piano. Yep. And then I would, of course then record us singing it and everyone's singing. just record everything um, <laughs> and the odds that it. something would would stick. But that was really helpful. So I think I had this impression that I'm just going to have to remember all of this Mm-mm. stuff. But um, and, and even throughout the week, list, re-listening to everything to make sure I don't forget it. Like the stuff we did Monday, I feel like already pretty confident in that like yep. I could sing it correctly right now. Yeah. So it's like okay, that was just after four or five days. I can keep listening to the other stuff. It just takes time and repetition. And Correct. The the funny part about that is when they're like, "All right, everyone, don't forget. You know, we need to be off book by this day. Off book, I've learned means having everything memorized." Yep. Um. They're like, "So you know, find those moments throughout the day to, to work on it." I was like, "What moments? What free time?
0: When?" It doesn't exist. <laughs> you have to,
1: you have to create it and, and find uh, whatever works for you. But, um, that. Uh, that, that was something that intimidated me also. I was like, oh, goodness, I have to... You know, memorizing my lines will be easy because I only have, like, five mm-hmm.
0: of them. <laughs> okay, I feel like I'm
1: going to turn into Kramer. Is it Kramer from Seinfeld? Where it's like, <laughs> the pretzels are making me thirsty in, like, 80 different ways. I'm going to overanalyze how to say hello.
0: <laughs> so we're... Yeah, I mean... But,
1: but all of that to say that the music part is what is intimidating mm-hmm. me about being off book because I have to remember my notes and when well, I go up and down and, and all that. And
0: then when you layer in dancing... Yes. That's when things are going to get re- even more real. So there's so many things you said I want to talk about. The first thing I want to do is just encourage you of what you said already yourself. I had a teacher in, in grad school who said you can master any skill through repetition. And that is nunchuck skills. That is n- data entry. skills. That's what our next podcast is about. Yes, <laughs> Nunchucks. Um, or, or, you know, cooking skills or theater. Like if you do it enough times, eventually you're going to have a muscle memory breakthrough and you're going to remember it. What happens with most people though, is they give up before that the number of, of repetitions kicks in. Yeah. So the distance between you and a breakthrough directly has to do with how many times you're willing to repeat it and how willing you are to believe that that breakthrough is coming.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I say multiple times that I wanted to quit. I knew in my heart I was never going to quit. No, of course. I more was normal. worried of I'm I'm going to ruin this show for everyone. And that's they're going normal. to ask me to leave.
0: Like a hundred percent normal. <laughs>
1: but and and also. I'll just mention every person in that room is mm-hmm. crazy talented. Sure. They sing beautifully. Mm-hmm. And like we talked, I think last time, how I really wasn't nervous in the audition. I was like, Oh, whatever. Yeah. I'm just, this is me. I'm giving it a try. But then you stand next to people who sound amazing and you're mm-hmm. like, I just feel like I'm going to ruin it. If I mm-hmm. breathe. <laughs> So well, it's like really intimidating yeah. to try to, you know, go for it and hit your notes when everyone sounds so good. And I'm like, I, I have two ears and both of them are telling me I don't sound like them, but it's okay. I'm good. At- it
0: is. I okay. have my part to play,
1: but it's just, you know, that voice inside of you that's telling you you're not good enough and that you should go home and sit alone in a corner.
0: And again, that is the voice inside and that's the voice inside most people When you told them you were going to go do a musical, most people are like, oh, no, I could never do that. It's the same. It's the same voice. And like you recognizing that that voice is not you and that you're capable of doing of doing it. And you just kept at it. Um, I saw Lindsay on Thursday night after her rehearsal and I had a rehearsal in the same building and she... Morgan
1: was trying to text me while I was <laughs> focused
0: on my art. Oh, that was true. Excuse I was me. She... I am focused. She was learning music and I could see her through the window.
1: By like, learning, you. you mean staring with fear in my eyes. at I my you in
0: there. Look up at me. Look up at me. I wanted to like put my hand on the window. That would have been so unprofessional. Okay. Anyway, she got out of rehearsal and she all, she was, she was like, we'll talk about it on the podcast. But I was, I was like so ready to quit. And I was like, Oh no, already day two. But it's, that's, again, that's what I'm just going to say. Like, Lindsay, it's a hundred, you're feeling very normal, especially because of the fact I applaud, applaud, applaud you. I applaud you (laughs) because you're, like you said, you're in this room of professionals. The fact that you made it into the show shows that you have something that they wanted to see more of and don't compare your chapter one to somebody else's chapter 10.
1: Ooh, put that on a tote and sell it.
0: Okay. That was
1: good. Uh, Are you going to like tell us us who you stole that from next week? Is that anything?
0: (laughs) Somebody, I took it from somebody.
1: We'll open each each podcast with the the credits of
0: (laughs) I said it in my acting class the other day (laughs) on Thursday. I said the same thing. I said, you, they have been doing this for years and you have to be where you're at. And the fact yeah. that you're in the room, like doing the thing, singing music is really hard. And even though it's ABBA, like it's no, it's written sheet music. Like <laughs> yeah. there are parts. So let's go real quick into vocal parts. Okay. okay. So it's called well, real quick before yeah. you do that. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, ah, shoot. I forgot. Oh, I'm where sorry. Was... You know
1: what? Ah! Oh, parts. we're gonna have to edit this part because I can't remember.
0: It's okay, we'll <laughs> edit it out. Um, <laughs> if it comes to you, just like raise your hand, and we'll we'll I'll stop whatever I'm talking about. Okay. All I was gonna say was it's vocal, um, vocal parts or vocal sections, mm-hmm. and it's so- soprano, sometimes soprano two, mm-hmm. alto, or alto two, and it goes lowest uh highest to lowest. Mm-hmm. So soprano, alto, tenor, bass.
1: Okay.
0: Um, so there's four. Tenor and bass are typically male parts. Okay. And soprano, alto are the female parts. Are they
1: called... Oh, they're called parts. Not... Parts okay. or sections.
0: Okay. And so I just wanted to clarify that for you so you have the terms right. And then if you're not singing soprano, I, I bet Probably you you're alto. singing alto. Okay. Um, And a lot of times that's the one note repeating over and over. Yeah. yeah. That's the alto line.
1: Which... is is kind of fun. Once you know the note, you're like, I'm just going to cruise right here on this one.
0: (laughs) I'm a proud Alto. If it wasn't for the Altos, you would have no depth. You would have no soul in the numbers. That's right.
1: Bringing depth and soul.
0: And then finally, the last thing I was going to say was I really, um, we can talk about this more off air, but I would love to help you with some basics of sheet music. If you want to go over some basics. I also wanted to say that when I went to the Broadway teachers workshop this last summer and took a music direction workshop, he said, "It surprised me, but he said that's an industry standard now that everyone's recording their vocal part." Oh wow! In the rehearsal room, this is like Broadway rehearsals. You're actually expected to record your vocal part, and in their world, if you come back and it's not learned, you're in trouble. Yeah, kind of yeah. Thing. You got to come so, back and learn it.
1: So the recording piece. Um, so like on so Tuesday was my awful day mm-hmm. <laughs> where I was all alone, feeling terrible.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, but
1: so we would record the parts on the piano, and like I said, like I would listen to that. And then when we would sing it just for whatever reason, sounded different to me. Mm -hmm. And so what made me the most nervous was like, I don't feel like I can practice and make this better because the, the tool I have to practice is not super helpful for me. And then recording everyone singing, like I was kind of, I couldn't really hear the other woman singing. So it was just me. I was like, I don't know if mm-hmm. I'm doing it right. So I've, I had a basketball coach who would always say that practice doesn't make perfect. Perfect mm-hmm. practice makes perfect. So I'm like, I can go home and practice this wrong all I want. And it's just going to be worse.
0: That's <laughs> so, true. It's not getting in your, it's getting in your muscle memory the wrong way. Yeah. So yeah. this is there. This is this little trick. Have you tried this? No. Putting, I'm putting one of my fingers in one ear. Okay. Put. Do it real quick and listen. Listening. Listening with a finger in my ear. What happens when you do that?
1: I hear
0: my voice Mm -hmm. differently. Yeah, you can hear it inside your head. Yes. And so that's why it's such a, like, cliche thing for actors to be, like, doing the R&B riff with their one finger in their ear, but they really are trying to hear their pitch. So, a lot that's a little trick you can do in rehearsal to listen to yourself and also listen to what's going on. Oh, okay. Is put your finger in your ear while you're going over vocal parts and you can hear whether you're matching the pitch or not.
1: Okay. I'll definitely do it at least to look cool.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's one way to look at it. You could look cool or is anybody else doing that? Do you notice anybody else doing that? Oh, I am almost staring at time. my music. I'm focused on no one but myself. Good. <laughs> Stay in your lane. Good. Um, So we'll talk... It was actually
1: a bad thing also because, you know, you have this perception that everyone else is just crushing it on the first time Mm -hmm. and and I'm the only one who's confused. And then, like, the next day after I had climbed out of my hole and ended my pity party, I could notice people like, oh, shoot, can we play that again? That part was hard. I'm like, oh, so it's not just easy for everyone. No. Oh, this is the thing I was going to say. When people... Like, when I tell them I'm in a musical or whatever, and mm-hmm. they say the same thing, I'm like, oh, I can never do that. In my head, I'm like, well, like, if they let me in, it, c- it <laughs> can't be all that hard. Like, not that it's easy, but like, at least what I'll be doing, like, my small part, like, the, like, they would have got someone with experience if it was mm-hmm. too challenging. Mm-hmm. But I got in, I'm like, they've made a mistake. They they were confused. That they was, switched the. They got my name and phone number confused with someone else.
0: <laughs> that's one thing I was gonna bring up. I'm glad you brought it up again because uh, maybe I can do some homework on it for next week. It's it's a thing. It's called imposter syndrome.
1: Oh yeah, for the sure. I
0: don't belong in this room. And I was listening to a podcast the other day with a with a uh, friend of mine from undergrad who's now choreographing on Broadway. And he was saying this. Oh, wow. he was talking about his first Broadway production which I think, I think, I think was bloody, bloody Andrew Jackson, but he was talking about how he just felt like he didn't, cause his theater background was as a dancer and as an acting. And, and I felt like that as a director for a long time, moving in from acting to directing, like surely somebody's going to figure me out. Like, I don't yeah. know what I'm doing up here. Like it's, it's a hundred percent normal. I'm, I'm going to look up who wrote about it. So we can talk about it more next week. No,
1: I ironically, I'm actually reading a book that talks about it. I've, I've read, and you've heard about that, like, several times in mm-hmm. various, like, TED Talks and, yeah, and other things. Yeah, exactly. It's um, not just a theater but, thing. So I was reading a book about that this week, and I was like, no, 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 but the thing is, this is real. I am an... I, this is my first time. So what is it called when it's real and not made up? Because that's what I'm experiencing. You're experiencing being a beginner. That Oh, uh, ooh. That was great. That was great. We didn't are. rehearse that, but that was well-timed. Don't very be nice. afraid.
0: I literally wrote in my notes to bring that up at some point. Like, don't be afraid to be a beginner. Like, you're a beginner.
1: No, that that's true. It's, it's hard to remember that when mm-hmm. you feel like you're expected to be on the same level sure. of everyone else. And, and there's and a I, goal in mind. Yeah, yeah. And and not that it's okay if I mess everything up because I'm a beginner, but Mm-mm. just okay for it not to be as come as easy to me as others or or whatever. It's tough to put in extra time to get there. Mm
0: -hmm. It's time and effort. Um, and then I wanted to talk a little bit about that because you were talking about when is my spare time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I talked sometimes to my students about and my actors about found pockets of time. Mm -hmm. So your commute. Oh yeah, for sure. Your, um, little areas of time, in your day that already exists. Yeah, the
1: voice memos are nice. Cause anytime I'm driving mm-hmm. or while I'm getting ready, because mm-hmm. at work I don't really go. have like breaks no. to take it. So it's like when mm-hmm. I'm at work, I'm at work. So I don't yeah. worry about that. Sure. Um, but like in the morning and then the evening. And I try, especially when we would learn songs the next morning to quickly mm-hmm. review them when I woke up. Mm-hmm. And then before we went to rehearsal, Good. make sure I'm listening to everything at least once a day. Good. So I don't forget. Cause go. I'm just afraid that if I forget about it for, One day it will all leave me. Go out. (laughs) I will be at the beginning again.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm proud of you. That's great. So you're already doing that. So that's very, very good. Found pockets of time is is crucial. Car time. We live in Dallas, uh, the Dallas, Texas area, and so we're always in our cars. Um. Gosh, if I lived up in New York and had to ride a subway and and, and learn my vocal parts <laughs> at the same time, I bet people do it.
1: If I can sing while running outside, you can sing on a subway. Mm,
0: mm, <laughs> preach, girl. Preach. <laughs> have you been running outside?
1: It's cold.
0: Oh, yeah, it's true. It is I have cold been here. singing
1: while rowing on a rowing machine because I have on. a rowing machine and not a, not a treadmill.
0: And now you have... Specific things to be singing.
1: That's right, I do. Are so you- I play the, my little voice memo, uh-huh. and then I then I row. And I don't know if you've ever been on a rowing machine, oh, but yes. it has like a fan, oh. so I can't really hear the the stuff as much. So I just like do it more for timing because I'll mm-hmm. start when everyone starts, and I make sure I'm done at the same time. I'm like, nailed it, or I finish and I'm still singing. ah <laughs> It was early, but I'm running out of breath. I've been getting, like, very lightheaded because there's this one note. Oh, no. So there's this one part, (laughs) Morgan. It's only, it's probably, like, 22 seconds. But the whole time, you're just holding, like, the notes change, but there are no breaths. It is, like, whole note, whole note, whole note, quarter breath, whole note, whole note, whole note, quarter breath, whole note, whole note, whole note, note, and... And we're also dancing that whole time. I was like, of course, girl, goodness gracious. Oh no. And it's me and one other woman who hold the part where our notes change. So it's like, if I were to just decide, I'm not going to sing in a moment of weakness. Everyone would know.
0: It's the note that changes in the big chord. Yeah. Oh Lord. So
1: I, I was like, well, good thing i've been I've been practicing my vocal stamina because mm-hmm. we are going to test it very soon. Mm. We start dancing this week. I don't oh, know, yes, okay. I don't know when we start dancing and singing, mm. but I'm trying to be ready for when that uh, fateful day no, arrives.
0: It's probably gonna happen at the same time pretty close oh, I mean can't wait. I go back and forth about which is which is better. typically people learn they learn the music version then they learn learn the choreo, but I've had success actually teaching the choreo and the staging first and then having them go work the music. But you're, you guys are, so you've done all the music you've gotten through everything.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: That's great. And like, okay. So tell us your schedule. What was your schedule last week?
1: It was Monday, seven to ten, three three hours, Tuesday, seven to 10, Wednesday and Thursday, seven to 10 Friday off Saturday off. I think. What is today?
0: Today's Monday. (laughs) It's
1: been a long week. So I think we had Friday and Saturday off, and then Sunday 1 to 5, so four hours. So three hours during the week, and then four hours on Sunday. And then upcoming, we had Monday off today. Today was dark. Morgan taught me that Mm -hmm. when you don't have rehearsal, you say that the day was dark. We were dark that day. So we're dark Mm -hmm. today. Then we go Tuesday, Wednesday, three hours in the evening, off Thursday, Friday night, Saturday afternoon, and Sunday afternoon. Ooh. Is all that's all the dancing, and I don't think we'll get through every number based on the schedule they sent out. Mm-hmm. Um, someone was telling me it's one hour for one minute of choreography, like on average. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of hours mm-hmm. for one minute.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, on, that's usually an average, but some some sections will take longer. Some will take yeah. shorter. It's, it's just
1: incredible to think about. Cause I'm sure when you're learning it, you're like, of course I, of course I need this entire hour. Please give me multiple. Um, <laughs> but, but you just hear it and you're like, "That that seems silly. I should be able to pick up on it faster. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's about, that's about right. I usually say to my students, it should, you should put in about an hour of work per minute of the monologue or song. Yes. Yeah. It's typical. So you guys learned all the music in about 16 hours. I mean, that's yeah. pretty impressive. So this week, as you layer in the choreo, just be ready for another hurdle. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to... I was listening this morning to uh, Stephen Pressfield, who wrote a couple of books about creativity and art, and he wrote one, and he was talking about resistance and how resistance, especially in a creative endeavor or a new endeavor, you're going to encounter resistance. Like, it's... Completely inevitable and part of living on this earth. So the best thing to do, it's like when you face the dragon, and then you're afraid to face the dragon. You're afraid to face afraid to face the dragon, and then once you finally face it, poof, it goes away. Yeah. Like so, just lean into it would be my advice. This week. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, no, that, that's great. And I I've been. <laughs> During during this week when the singing part was hard, I was like, oh, I can't wait to dance where I can like look in the mirror and see mm-hmm. visibly mm-hmm. in a concrete manner mm-hmm. whether or not I'm doing it correctly mm-hmm. instead of trying to just guess based mm-hmm. on my listening skills. But even then, I, I know it'll be challenging. But
0: Well, it may be easier for you, actually, because you're an athlete, so... I'm used to trying to physically emulate Mm -hmm. someone else's movements. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Do you find yourself more of a visual learner? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So there you go. So this actually, you know, the first week may have been your toughest. We'll see. But we'll talk more about Tech Week um, here in a couple of weeks. But it's going to basically, I would use it like a mountain climbing analogy. Mm -hmm. Like it's going to start... At like a 10% and then it's going to get 20%. And then when you get to tech week, you're going to get to what you call the summit, which is like where it goes yeah. exponentially harder in a really short time. Yeah. yeah. What else? What else Ooh. stuck out to you?
1: Ooh. Oh, wait, was it too soon to talk about homework? All right.
0: No? Well,
1: I just remember asking you last time about shoes, and you mm-hmm. told me that I should ask Ooh, what talk sho- about shoes. So, so we got all done with our week of rehearsal yesterday, mm. and they're about to dismiss, and I raised my hand. I was like, I have a question. Uh, is there a type of shoe we should rehearse It. Everyone's like, oh, good question. Yeah, yeah. I was Yay! like, oh, I'm so intelligent and full of great insight. I know all That's the awesome. right things to ask. <laughs> and then, then there sparked discussion about it because it was, I guess, a different shoe than people had expected. So I was like, <laughs> "What was it? What <laughs> just, was the shoe? just bringing stuff to the table. This place wouldn't be functioning well without me. That's right, uh, girl. It was a character shoe. Mo, oh, interesting. A black character shoe. Okay. Um, do you know what that is now? I do, thanks to my handy friend, Google. Tell us uh, what a character shoe is. It's... Well, he said a black character shoe, mm-hmm. but from the pictures, it just looks like it has a little heel on it, just kind of like very neutral looking, like mm-hmm. nothing jazzy about it. But when I say jazzy, it's just mean fancy, not yeah. jazz shoes, because I still don't know what jazz shoes are. Um, but the the thing is, he said leads and supporting leads will be kind of dressed based on costume something mm-hmm. di- differently. So my, my character is a supporting lead. So I, I know that because I walked up to him and said... Is Ali a supporting lead? <laughs> and he said yes.
0: Oh, <laughs> I said, cool. I said thank supporting you. Lead. So,
1: so, what do I need to wear? And he was like, well, I think she's pretty casual. So, like, me, like, converse? I was like, so I can just rehearse in tennis shoes. He said, yes. Oh, that's Excellent. great. Excellent. That yeah, will be ooh. easy and
0: comfortable. Yeah. Not a heel. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, nah, no! It's just like a whole new skill and a whole new level of uh, difficulty that you need to add. Yes. So that's you'd good. think
1: you'd have an advantage being a woman, but I don't wear them often enough uh, to, uh. to dance in them. Goodness.
0: Mm. It's a, it's a skill for sure. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Good job. Was there anything this week? Let's do a high and a low. You're high for the week and you're low for the week.
1: High for the week. Ooh, so there's this one part Mm -hmm. uh, where I can't remember the song right now. Are we allowed to say song names? I forget copyright issues. Yeah, so it's it's the "Does Your Mother Know" Uh song, and there's this one part towards the end where me and the other friend we get to just riff, (laughs) like like everyone's singing, and and we just kind of like have the fun, like, but it's like really like soulful and we just. Yeah. You know, is it
0: written or do you get to come up with it?
1: <laughs> we should edit out my weak little yeah there. I was like, no. we're not supposed to sing the song, but I was trying to give you the vibe of like no, that's fine. It's, it's just, just like a... the oohs and ahs and yeah. yeahs, and it's just like fun. And that was just a blast. Oh, because that's uh, great. like everyone else is singing, you just come in with this like fun little flavor on, on top. So
0: And your character gets to come through too.
1: Yeah, so that was a that was a high. <laughs> I, I think low would be the first song we did when like I said, my buddy was sent to another vocal part, and mm-hmm. I was alone. and They played the piano, and everyone just started singing. I was like, what the heck, I'm
0: alone. What is She's gone. My friend has left me.
1: I was like, I. And but the thing is, I could still like hear her because she was singing uh, down with some of the men. Mm-hmm. So our parts were slightly different, but close enough to where I was like, I don't know if I'm singing my part or I'm theirs. Singing. So it was just that moment of this. Holding vocal
0: holding vocal harmonies is really difficult. I mean it's not easy. And so I'm I'm proud of you. You did good. Um, let me see what else. The I have is it time to go into homework? Sure, why not? I think so. We can talk about so last week I asked you to mark and score your script.
1: Yes. How'd that go? good so you specifically said to focus on punctuation and like mm. circle it so I did that and you also told me to look up some like any videos I can find online of people performing mm-hmm. um, the Broadway version and it's interesting because I found a video with uh, the girl who plays my character doing some dialogue uh, and after circling the punctuation I'm like she didn't shouldn't ask the, that was a question and she said like a statement Ooh. or like that was a statement and she asked like a question or it was kind of like now I don't know what to do, mm. <laughs> but you know, maybe that's how they wanted to craft it. But it just made me kind of realize that you, uh, when you look at it on paper, it's not always what you want to say or what mm-hmm. you think it's being said. So, uh, there'll probably be questions I ask the director when we get into it. Yeah. Just as far as, you know, this doesn't seem like a question. So what is the motivation behind it? I guess. Yeah,
0: is there a subtext behind it or something? Yeah. yeah um, punctuation is an interesting thing. It's usually a guideline. It's obviously not, like, a hard and fast. The punctuation police aren't going to come out and, like, arrest you for not <laughs> truly asking a question. But for my money, it's helpful. It's almost like a little treasure map to kind of clue yeah. you in on what the actor's thinking.
1: But I'm also concerned because we found some typos in, in the script already. There's mm-hmm. a song called Our Last Summer mm-hmm. that is written Our Last Supper. <laughs> <gasps>
0: can y'all please change it to our last supper please
1: we want to come to find um, out
0: errors and scores are pretty common yeah and then so.
1: um there there's been a handful of songs where we're just missing maybe like 10 measures of music because they're playing it and everyone's looking around so we like the woman who the incumbent is playing mm-hmm. on her script will just send a photo out to everyone because we're missing it so I'm like, well, maybe they meant to have an exclamation point and hit a question mark. Right? <laughs> we'll find what out. What is it? Is it? right? Yeah. Is it? Is so it the integrity textbook? of the script has been called into question.
0: Interesting. Okay. Well, I mean, all, all fodder for questions and exploration. That's really the whole point of it all. It
1: makes me a little bit nervous just because when we do a first read through, Mm -hmm. if I'm going to sound like I'm Ron Burgundy,
0: (laughs) it's like, really? You thought that was a question? Come on, use your head. A question is a question though. (laughs) Like ask a question people. But that's a thing of our society is everything ends in a down, what I call a down glide. I'm going to say this in it. And everything is going to crash into the ground. The problem with that is you can't understand that on stage. Okay. I mean, you have to finish the ends of your lines and especially a question in our day and age. I sound like an old curmudgeon, old woman in our day and age, no one asks questions anymore, but it's true. Like (laughs) ask the question and it should end up like, how are you doing today? It should go. uh." Did I go down? I kind of went down at the end of that. I don't but know. You get the point. You
1: motioned with your hands upwards, <laughs> so
0: it felt like you went out. Anyway, punctuation. was Okay, was scoring your script and putting tabs in, was that helpful for you at all? Yeah. So we don't do the songs in order. Mm-hmm. So they'll
1: be like, go oh. here. And then they'll yeah. start right away. So if you can't find them quickly in order to know... Like they'll just start going. It's like your Bible at church. Yeah, no, no one waits for you. Yeah, the pra-
0: the pastor's going to start reading that Bible verse if you don't have the tabs in your. I'm sorry, I'm using a childhood analogy, but it's kind. of... Yeah, if you don't have there those in there, you can't you can't get there quickly. Yeah. So,
1: and and they don't like it when they tell you where you are and you ask.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> no, I'm, no one's a fan of repeating themselves. It's tough.
0: <laughs> well, and it's again, it's it's everyone's got their the music director, the choreographer, the director, they literally have their list of things that they have to get done in this short amount yeah, of they're time. They're going span. so quickly. And it's just, it's a stressful, it's a, that's another thing about theater is it's a pressure cooker. I mean, you've got this deadline mm-hmm. and no matter what butts are going to be in those seats on that night.
1: It's The date is not flexible. No.
0: And, <laughs> and the, the quality of the show between, you know, the quality of the show is going to directly correlate with the, the amount of work we're able to get done between now and then. Yeah. So next week, choreo. What are you excited about? What are you scared about? I love to dance. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited mm-hmm. about dancing.
1: I I went through a phase as a child where I wanted to be a backup dancer for J Lo. Like yes. that was my answer to what do you want to be when you grow up?
0: Yes. I don't know why J Lo. I mean, listen to her music; it makes you want to dance. Amazing, of course. Especially during our time growing
1: up. That's right. Uh, so I just feel like I'm living out a childhood dream. Mm. <laughs>
0: And this but, style of choreo is...
1: Yeah, yeah it's, it's really fun. Like, the dance call was was a blast. Mm-hmm. It was a couple hours. I was sweating. Yes. I, it was nonstop. It was just so much fun. So I'm, I can't wait to, to do that all week. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to that.
0: Anything scary about it?
1: Uh, I, I would just say that one note I have to hold forever oh, while God. dancing vigorously. Um, and it. also, you, if you, like, jump around, like, like try holding a note and then jump, it kind of, like, your voice shakes. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm not going to make it sound like I'm not bopping around. When I am bopping around, holding this one note steady.
0: <laughs> it's tricky. I don't know if I have an answer. I Just mean, practice. practice it until you figure it out. <laughs> practice? We keep singing it while you row. <laughs> singing I mean, while singing.
1: Singing while jumping rope.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. There's musicals where, I mean, look at Legally Blonde Whipped Into Shape. YouTube that.
1: Okay.
0: It's an entire dance rope. I, uh, A dance rope? Dance, dance rope. jump rope number. Dance rope.
1: I, d- I sang while doing burpees also. That was interesting. Whoa! I just felt like I would sing while doing burpees. You're my hero. I didn't say I did it well. I've
0: never sang while doing burpees. That's. Well, we will fix that as soon as we get off the (laughs) air. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay, let's see. So that was your homework for last week. I have homework that I was supposed to look up and did about the origins of the Scottish play. Um, I didn't know exactly which were in my closet. We're not in a theater, so I'll say. What if someone's in a theater listening okay. to it? Okay, Does the I curse won't. transcend okay, this won't. type of technology? You're right. I, I almost said it. I won't. You're right, Lindsay. <laughs> I won't say it. The Scottish play M-A-C-B-E-T-H is Shakespeare. one of Shakespeare's most famous tragedies. And as many of us know in the theater world, if you say it, it is bad luck. There is a curse behind it. Where does this superstition come from, was the question for last week. And it's got a long history. The play itself is steeped in witchcraft and curses and evil and foreboding themes and characters. So that's part of it. It originates in Scotland, and they are, as a country, obsessed with witchcraft. Basically, it was cursed from the beginning, the first performance of the play was riddled with disaster. The actor playing Lady Macbeth died suddenly, so Shakespeare himself had to take on the part. Do we know if that that's true? I don't. This is the Royal Shakespeare Company. Can we trust Company, the internet? Oh, the goodness. Royal Shakespeare Company. <laughs> okay. there, if it was some, someone else, I would I would doubt it. It sounds so fantastical. Um, other rumored mishaps include real daggers being used in place of stage props for the murder of King Duncan, resulting in the actor's death. What? The play hasn't had much luck since. The famous Astor Place riot in New York in 1849 resulted in at least 20 deaths and over a hundred injuries. So um, and-
1: I remember I glanced at mm-hmm. uh, some Google also, and they mentioned something about um, the the witches when mm-hmm. Shakespeare wrote the play didn't want real inc- incantations <gasps> used in the script, and so they cursed the play because I guess <sighs> the incantations were real or. I, well, something like that. That was thrown in there also. They, I so much mystery.
0: Uh, you know, I've pl- I played witch number one. I've done the play before and I played one of the witches. And does that mean you're cursed? I don't know. I like my life. I think I'm <laughs> maybe, maybe not. But when you're only doing the play, when you're doing the play, that's the only time that you're allowed to say the name of it. So <clears throat> allow me to counterpoint. Okay. I'm ready.
1: In, in Hamilton, I was, yes, I was listening yes. uh, since we last recorded. Uh, the name of the song has now left me. But he says in there, like, I hope something, something, he mentions a Scottish tragedy mm-hmm. without my having to name the play. Mm-hmm. But then when he mentions the character, he says the word because he says, they thank me. They think me. You know who? Ambition is my
0: folly. He says the name He it. says the name! Lin-Manuel Miranda? I know,
1: he doesn't make mistakes, he's a perfect human, but does that mm-hmm. mean it's a loophole if you're talking about the character and not the play?
0: Potentially. Potentially.
1: Or and- did Lin-Manuel Miranda create this loophole because it fits? the song he was writing
0: because he's Lin-Manuel Miranda (laughs) because he
1: can do such a thing well
0: a lot of as I was gonna say a lot of people if anyone could do it it would be him because a lot of people liken him to the Shakespeare of our day honestly so I don't know that's a really good question I think
1: it may have been driving home from your apartment after Mm we recorded and I was like wait you're like
0: hold on a minute I know this is not right this is this can't be because this is surely performed in a theater is it
1: take a break I forget what song it was
0: no, it's closer to the end, I think. Don't don't put me on the spot about Hamilton. I don't know.
1: Well, we'll see. It but might be it... Take a Break or it might be any other song. Your... Listen to the whole album and
0: find <laughs> out for yourself. How about that's your homework for next week?
1: I could look it up on phone. One of the phone. things. Right now. As we um, say, you're other, just reaching for homework right other,
0: now. Other... Yeah, exactly. No, I have something to give you here in a second, a specific Ooh. assignment. Uh, just to close this out, though, other productions have been plagued with accidents, including actors falling off the stage, mysterious deaths, and even narrow misses by falling stage weights. Um, and you can break the curse if you utter it. There's ways to break the curse. What? Yep. <laughs> you have to exit the theater, spin around three times, spit curse and then knock on the theater door to be allowed back in. That I'm, is the specific antidote.
1: I just want to do that now and, and try to trick other people into doing it. Maybe that's the more fun <laughs> way to watch everyone have to
0: spit and curse. Uh, and and be asked to be allowed back in. <laughs> okay. So that was, that was my shoddy attempt at doing the homework for last week. Cause I had to look it up on my phone, but um, I have something for you for next week. All right um if you are ready for my challenge challenge
1: always accepted
0: i want you to pick two castmates okay that you haven't talked to very much yet okay and find out three new things about them
1: about three new things each mhm three new things okay
0: about each one
1: Trying to say, I'm very chatty. I've talked to most people. So, oh, good. So we will find those those good. two people.
0: If you want to record interview the interviews of their answers, you know that could be fun to play on the air next week. If not, it's totally fine just to write them down. Why are
1: you recording this? Don't ask questions. <laughs> no, you should tell them about our podcast. <laughs> I will. Okay, you Um listen to me talk about my feelings and how I'm so insecure
0: <laughs> and amazing for trying something new right? That's right. Okay. So I have a little second piece of homework for you. I need you to go find and procure a box of throat coat tea. Okay. Do you know what that is?
1: I will after you tell me right now.
0: Okay. Throat coat is like a little, just a fun little actor, um, hack, especially.
1: Is is the brand throat coat or Mm -hmm. is that the type of tea?
0: That's the type of tea, actually. The brand I'm not sure of. I'm going to have to show you a bag when we get out of here. When we get off the air, I'll show you mine. Okay. It feels delicious on your throat. I'm actually sipping. Ooh,
1: I've never had something feel delicious, only taste delicious.
0: It's got like all, it like is very velvety. Ooh. And it really does soothe if you are experiencing vocal fatigue. Okay. Which I have been for the last couple of weeks. So some throat coat with honey. So is it supposed to
1: help you heal or just like recovery or just feel good in the moment?
0: It's really for soothing, but also it's packed with echinacea and lemon and lots of herbs and things that actually do promote.
1: Should I drink it before I go to rehearsal Mm -hmm. or?
0: Okay. Or have them. I have a thermos at rehearsal. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So get yourself a little box of throat coat tea and Mm -hmm. experience that. Some people don't like the taste of it. I love throat coat tea and honey. It's one of my favorite things. So... That's one of your other homework assignments. Do you have any homework for me? Hmm. Sorry to put you on the spot. I don't. I had one thing I gave myself. I'll have to re-listen and and figure out what it was (laughs) I told myself I was going to do or say. I was going to look up the quote about don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 10. There you go. That can be your advice for the week. I just want to leave you with encouragement and feeling good because you are brave. And capable. I,
1: I'm brave. I'm a strong, independent woman mm-hmm. yes, who's going to sing and dance for better or worse.
0: You're gonna, I can't wait. I cannot wait to come see you. It's going to be so um, fun watching you and I'll be so proud, but it's going to be, you got a lot of hard work before you, before you get there. That's right. And you can do it. If you want to find us, we do now have an Instagram.
1: That's right. We do. You
0: can find us at stage right pod on Instagram and shout out again to Jouet for our amazing cover art. Um, Anything else you need to say to everybody for next week? Miss Lindsay, just a
1: friendly reminder to fail big, fail big folks. See you next week.